Welcome to another episode of uh, Northern Ruckus. I'm here with your boy. Jimmy Prime, man. What up? Yes, sir. And I was thinking about... Bitch! This... <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking this week about doing uh, starting this off with a little Would You Rather. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So this one, I, I heard, saw this one on Reddit, and I was like, oh, this is a good one. Let me ask Jimmy on the pod. So it's, would you rather have a ring that when you put it on, every single book you touch, you consume all its knowledge instantly, or a van... That once you're in it, it can teleport you anywhere in the world. Oh, the ring, man. Knowledge is power. That's that's very powerful, to be honest. If you could consume that much knowledge in an instant like that, bro. But it's you, only for books. It's not like the internet. It's not like you just touch a computer. Bro, everything, and every, everything is in a book. You go to the library and just go down the <laughs> aisle and, and become, like, the world's smartest person like that. No, that's that what, what if, like, But if you don't want to be learning all that shit, like, I guess you could take the ring off and not learn it, but then if you lose that ring, you're But, like, off. what is it that you want in life? No one wants to be ignorant. Anything that you want could be accomplished But don't knowledge. you think there would be a point where you're too smart? No. You don't think so? No, I know not. I Bro, know. I, have you ever I'm met? I'm very smart, and I've never felt that you way. You've become your boy Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like, what are you talking about? No, he's like, bro, like, he's too stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he's too stupid. But no, nah, I don't know. I, I was thinking about that car, though. It's like, yo, imagine one day you're in Machu Picchu, and then the next morning you want to wake up in Belize. And then oh, the next that, that's morning cool. You're, but like, you're in... okay, so for me, it's just like that is a certain level of freedom for sure. But like money could pr- practically buy that level but of freedom. Smart, but d- intelligence doesn't necessarily give you money. Oh, but I could just go up in, into, like, a, a finance section of the library, go through all the finance books, go apply to my life for a year or but two. But you still need money. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So you need, like, a year or two to maybe start yeah. making money, but then it's, like, more money gives you more problems, so you're Bro, investing so over and over Let again. me put it to you this kind way. like a 10-year plan. If I'm in that van and I go transport to Paris, I still need some money to take, you know, to go do my thing. Like, what Yeah, do you yeah. Mean, like? The reason it's, I, I feel like the reason why it's a van, not, like, another ring where you can teleport is because you can't do... Like crimes, you can't teleport a, uh, a van into a bank vault and be like, okay, I'm gonna yeah, take all yeah. the money. And go. So it's like, and, and it's it not Lord sense. of the Rings. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think stuff. personally, I think the van would be more freeing than the, the oh, ring. Yeah, yeah freeing. Like, yeah, it's like think about if you were just able to travel the world like on a whim, like you know what I mean, like literally be in like Arizona on Sunday and then be in yeah. Bali on. on and you would like Monday. every like you'd go to World Cup, you'd go to Super Bowl, you'd go to all, all the concerts, shit. everything. I agree, and it would be super sick. I feel like it'd make for a better TV show or a better movie. I think it would make for a better life, though. How would you not like? It, like in a sense, but it's just like like knowledge is just power. Like if you're giving me the choice between the two, it's like bro, that one is so powerful. Okay, let's, like, let's break it down like this then. Do you think not the richest, but do you think like the oh a, a large percent of the one percenters? Of the like the people who hold the most wealth are intelligent, like to the I like think they're intelligent. Type shit? They're they're definitely uh well read when it comes to economics. Economically, like they're probably studying that shit See, from I, day I one. I don't even think so because I think the people no, who no, write the so. books about economics so. are the ones that aren't actually practicing. Oh yeah, I don't fully. I don't like, think that the Rothschilds are writing the yeah, books. That's what I I'm I don't even think that they read the books. But are they teaching their kids about oh, uh, the economy what, and finances only, and all that? But you're only going to be able to consume the books, right? So it's oh, like, yeah. But you could learn. But there's books about what they do and how they manipulate it. I don't think that I'm going to become the richest person in the world mm. or the most powerful person in the world. But I could I could be very well versed and get my money up. And, and just also, like, you'd be a very interesting person to talk to, bro. Like, I could talk to anybody about any religion. Because I, I touched that book before. I know the whole Quran. I know the whole Bible. Yeah. You know, like you just be a very well-rounded individual. But then again, it's like sometimes a conversation you want to learn from the other people. Like that's sometimes the fun of a conversation. It's like yeah. if you're too knowledgeable, like life can get boring. You'd be like everybody I'm talking to is just dumb. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, I hear what you're saying with that. But I feel like, okay, so you ever seen the thing where it's like 
people with small brains they think they know it all and people with the big brains they'd be like super curious feeling like they don't know nothing mm-hmm. and it's like as the smarter you become the more like you said like you'd actually be more interested in people because it's like i know all the facts now let me know what motivates you or you as an individual i never read a book about you so you become super fascinating to me because i know everything that, that there is out there in the world but i don't know about people but about when, every little but person at what like, point so, would you, you know? come off arrogant right like where it's like that's oh pers- you're that's doing a- this i understand but it would be better if you did this because i read it in i understand book. what you're saying but that's a personality thing like a lot of times even these days i'll i'll have some good advice for someone but i'll see where they're at and i because uh, they're not really ready to hear that so i'll keep it to myself mm-hmm. and like in general life is like that like you might have the answer for somebody but if you know they don't want to hear it there's literally no point in telling them Especially if you already told them one thing and you've seen that they're how they like, reacted to it, it's like read the room. Like that person doesn't want any advice right now. Like if you see them going through a hard time or something, right? Yeah. Like in boxing, we see this a lot. Someone will go in and, and they'll go spar and they'll get their ass kicked, and you've seen everything they did wrong. And so you be trying to talk to them and you be like, "Yo, like just just this or that or that," and they be like, "I don't want to talk right now." And it's like, "All right, cool, fair enough." So you're a hundred percent dead set on the ring. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I love, I love knowing shit, bro. I'm a very curious person, so if so I could you, know you things, you just turn easier, yourself yeah. into AI, essentially, at that point. Yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> essentially, All right, well, yeah. <laughs> you guys leave in the comments what you would rather choose: the car or the or the van or the the ring? Because I personally think the van would be more liberating, more free. But I guess your your sense of freedom is knowledge. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think you can monetize that necessarily. Okay. All right, let's go through a little headlines quick of what's been going on during the week. Uh, we got TikTok banned from all Canadian government phones. What do you think about that? Hey, man, that's a step in the right direction. If Because I've been hearing a lot about like how much spyware is in there and yeah. shit. And even the other day, how I was like, that shit is. someone sent me a link to some TikTok shit. And I was trying to watch it, but I don't have TikTok. So I was watching it like online, like like the yeah. browser. And my like my whole phone started acting so no, weird, bro. Yeah. I swear bro. to God, my phone was freezing, bro. It was freezing, and it was like... It was like you cannot look at this anymore. If you want to look at this anymore, like get the TikTok app. Yeah, is what you have to download the app. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, I don't want to do that. Like, let me just keep browsing, and it wouldn't let me. It was like frozen up. I was like, this yeah, is they want you. So apparently, like, it gives you, it gives access to all your phones, your contact list, your emails, and everything you agree to instantly. I think it goes beyond that. I think it's it's because this is the most invasive out of all of them. I think like so, let's say you sign up with your email, right? Yeah. It starts tracking your email on other devices. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, bro, it's, it's, it's tracking also, your Roku TVs, tracking your computer, So the reason phone, why government, government banned it is because they found now that uh, if you connect to Wi-Fi, it gives them a route into that router. So, like, let's say you're working at, like, if you work for the government, if you connect your phone to Wi-Fi or whatever, and uh, like TikTok is on your phone, TikTok now has, every, like, access to all internet searches from that router of like the ip or yeah. whatever no that's crazy. so like it, it's invasive in that so it's like it branches out it's like I actually spyware like i'm surprised that it just hasn't been banned from north america well but now this is like the i think that step, is yeah right? that that should be the next step because to me it's just like it's ridiculous and it's funny that biden or not biden uh trump was saying this shit and everyone was just calling him racist it's like yeah oh, okay. <laughs> bro that that's the thing with politics too is because the other side even when you're saying some logical shit they don't try want to, to listen. Yeah, I mean, even if they hear you and they think that that guy's making sense, but it, he's the op. It's like they're just so focused on dragging the other party down that they won't even like listen to reason and stuff. It's like, yeah, what Trump was saying with a lot of that stuff is true. Plus, if you get rid of TikTok in North America, that just opens up the gateways for uh, the North American TikTok, and someone else could go and invent it and make money off of it and all that. Yeah. So I don't understand. Uh, next headline we got: Andrew Tate apparently has uh, cancer, lung cancer. I don't really believe that. You don't believe it, huh? No, I don't believe that. I don't know. It's interesting. Like, is it a? I think it might be like, um, like a plea he's trying to do to just get out of jail type shit. And then once he's out, he's gonna try to like run. That's what I was thinking. Uh, honestly, 
my conspiracy hat tinfoil time but i think (laughs) what they're doing is they're probably threatening them like look look we're not gonna kill you but we know how to give you fucking lung cancer we'll give it to you real quick <laughs> you think they're trying to poison him in that shit yeah they're, they're threatening him they're saying you either shut up with this shit or we're gonna give you lung cancer um did you hear about the 50 cent news nah so he apparently so i'll give you the rundown of the story apparently he went to like the spa with his girlfriend or the girl he's talking to at the time took a picture with the woman at the spa but at that same spa they do penis enlargements so he took a picture with one of the nurses or doctors or whatever. He thought it was a fan, but then that person ended up like promoting her company through 50 Cent. And then everybody was saying, oh, he got penis enlargement from this, this one company, blah, blah, blah. And he ended up suing them for using it as an endorsement. Well, if he's suing them, he, it probably is all cat. I mean, <laughs> yo, honestly, bro, it, it, like I'm happy with what I got. But if they told me, like, you can go here and get a few extra inches, <laughs> yeah, look, whatever whatever it may be, of course I'm all for it. What do you mean? Like, but I wouldn't would be against it. face of it, though? No, I, and like, I wouldn't, especially if I didn't get that. Imagine someone sees you like, nigga, this, this shit is enlarged. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? Like, like, they're expecting something crazy if you went and got an Bro, operation so on funny. it. so funny. Like, the girl, like... It's literally just a regular picture with just them standing beside each other, beside like. A, no, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah just like the sign just, in the background. When someone shit. asks for a picture, that's what you do. You, you, you even smile a little bit. You're like, yeah. and then that, now it looks like he's smiling because he just later, got. Yeah. Oh, here the face of penis electric. Right, he's smiling because he got some inches. Oh. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, I think it's really smart. I think the woman probably made enough money that it was all worth it. Yeah, no, definitely. Because they're gonna do a this, set, like the amount of business, especially from this story. Like, yeah, oh, that, you this get penis enlargement? I never even heard of that. And then yeah. now people are gonna be coming. It's like, yeah, you get fine. Fifty probably gonna get like I don't know how much. Like, say like half a mil. Mm-hmm. They're gonna probably make more than He'll that. Probably make more than no. He'll probably make a couple million. You but think so? I think the whole penis enlargement community is getting a whole big. Uh, boost from this because it's like bro when you go to like let, let's say you're on like Pornhub or whatever of yeah. course you always see like penis enlargement you think it's all fake you clicked on that link no you sure no, never Why you not since it? I was seven <laughs> 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 but you think it's all cat because you've seen it so much but now that like it's coming out that that shit is real shit niggas probably be checking in especially yeah. the ones that really need it so more headlines um Aiden Ross did you see him get canceled I did. Yo. It's crazy because this is a week after. It's like he got caught acting super zesty. Oh, and said, let, zesty. He said, let me get in front of this. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually. So what I, what actually ended up happening, people don't know the whole story. This is a, like apparently what happened, I should say. He was on his streaming site, like the new one that kick or whatever that he's on. And he was like, people love to cancel. He was talking to his, his fans. He was like, people love to cancel people for no reason. And just because they love being angry. And then everyone was like saying, no, like you have, you have to do something wrong to be canceled. He's like, okay, watch this. Went on Twitter and he tweeted out, there are only two genders. That's all he tweeted. No sub, like it wasn't subtweeted at anybody else. Like there was no context behind it other than just that. Thousands and thousands and thousands of blue checks coming in saying, this is why nobody should be following him, blah, blah, blah. Trying, like attempting to cancel him for having a, a, an opinion. Yeah, yeah. But I would say this. He knows the demographic of the crowd he's catering to. Yeah. It's a lot of like super wokies, whatever you want to call no, it. No, not really. I like, think so. I think he, he caters a lot to like that younger generation, the, especially say, females and shit too. Because even look, bro, when him and Andrew Tater are going at it, he'll be like, he'll act like, oh, you're so wrong for saying my girlfriend's getting fucked right now. <laughs> and it's like he's clearly catering more to that. Without Whether it's intentional or not, he's catering more to like the simps and shit like that, right? I, no, but I a lot of those he, guys are, are on that wave where it's like all inclusive. And, and just to go further, like he knew what he was doing with the two gender thing. I feel like right now, bro, that's a really hot topic. And even me, I don't like to talk on it 
because it's like I see so much people ganging up and like people act like no, no, like okay, I get that the agenda is one thing and like the mainstream and like the corporations are pushing, they're pushing this right, and it's mm-hmm. kind of a little bit annoying even because it's like bro, I can't say anything. If I say anything, I'm gonna get canceled. Okay, fair enough, right? But if you look at like public opinion and how people feel about like trans people, especially and stuff, it's like bro, like people are actually really, really getting on their case. It's like bullying, and it's like the only people coming to the defense is the agenda and the corporations and all this stuff. But it's just like my whole thing is like, bro, I I don't care too much about what anyone anyone other than myself does too much, or like if if you owe something to me, like you're my friend or you're my girl, you're supposed to do right by me. Okay, I'm gonna watch what you do. But like people who I don't know, I'm really not watching what they do at all and i think it's mad weird that everyone is so opinionated about people that they they don't you don't even fuck with them so why do you care what they do or what they think about themselves and all this it's like i see so much people ganging up on them and you know it's becoming a real hot topic to talk about but it's just like my whole thing bro is like let them do them however they want to do it as long as no one's getting hurt you shouldn't have too much of an opinion on it like you know like you ever see two men talk about like some like like women's problems and some shit like talking about women when they're on their period and stuff it's like bro i don't want to hear two men talk about that like yeah. you know no I, I i get what you're saying and I, I agree with this somewhat but it is like a matter of uh like when you say the agenda is like there to support them i would say the agenda is also there to push their pro like they want more people to like the fact like they want more people to be in the lgbt community so it's like you're kind of influencing the okay. next generation but that's I, where my problem is i'll I, play devil's I, advocate to this though let's say let's go back to like the 1970s right how many people do you think should have been a part of the lgbtq whatever community and we're hiding and we're hiding right okay, well, so as more people are able to live their truths i don't think 100 percent of the lgbt whatever community is that obviously there's some people in there that just feel more comfort for whatever reason in there and are pretending or whatever they, they feel like that's where they should be mm-hmm. right fair enough but of course i do feel like there's a lot of people who felt like oh I actually can just be myself. And for years, they weren't able to be themselves. So of it's course. like, it's a of good course. thing at the end of the day. Of course, right? there's some scenarios like that. But also, then- too, it's like, bro, if, if you're, if, like you said, if you really feel the way you feel, right, and you kind of just sit on the sidelines, like, you can feel the, what, that way, whatever. Who cares? But, like, you, you see Jeffree Star came out the other day, right? Yeah. And he's like, all that, that he pronoun. Said he was coming with the two gender shit, too. The he same was, thing Aiden Ross was saying. Exactly. He was saying all that pronoun shit is bullshit. Yeah. And it's just like, bro, let someone like Jeffree Star speak on that. But that's. The- he's really from that that world so let them comment on it. it's like bro but no, it's but, like, like, it's, but think about it when you hear white people talk about black com- problems in the black community do you want to hear it from them no. what, even if what they're saying is right you don't want to hear it from them so it's like sometimes it's just like we get it bro i get how everyone feels and it's like you guys can all feel whatever way you want but it's just like our opinion doesn't matter too much because they're going to live their lives the way they're going to live it. like i get i 100 percent agree with that they like i'm a libertarian in the sense that everyone should be able to do what they want mm-hmm. but then there's like levels to it it's like if you are like what quote-unquote grooming people grooming kids from a young age to say this is the lifestyle there aren't just two genders there's 70 or whatever you yeah, want to say yeah, yeah. and you can be whoever you want to be then you you kind of breathe like a narcissistic society where it's like everything revolves around you right yeah so it's like that's kind of the issue not the issue like of who you're sleeping with that's whatever like i've been off that but it's like yeah the, the more of the problem is it's like now you're indoctrinating people into a lifestyle that isn't necessarily true right it's a it's a it's a, it's a subjective lifestyle i agree so Bro, it's I like think... someone gets saying there's two genders is it is his opinion you shouldn't get canceled just like the same way someone says there's a, a unlimited amount of genders they shouldn't get canceled too that's their opinion you know what i mean yeah but then again like what you were saying before it's like how there's there used to be so many closeted like gays and stuff which is wrong like if you have a, if you have a life you should live it but then I would, I would also flip that question to you now and be like if if like you're saying like the lgbt community is a, like a, a a form of what you are like a, a, a like a like being born gay for example is and is you're born gay rather than choose to be gay my argument for that would be like 
do you think the same ratio percentage of population to LGBTQ community would be the same in Canada, America, as it is in like Saudi Arabia, China, like all these other places in the world? Or are we actually just producing them like by mm. teaching them from a young age that this is OK, which it is. It's OK to be this. Yeah. But then that's kind of pushing them in the direction of maybe I hear you, you should. Because then it's like if we're gonna go like if you're gonna go like let's say hypothetically ten percent of all all men are gay like if that was like a, a actual yeah. statistic that came out would that same ten percent apply in any country Dubai? right would that same ten percent apply in France yeah would that same like you know what I mean so like I would say no like me personally I would say no that wouldn't be like th that correlation isn't there so I think it is more like I'm on the side of there it's more of a choice than it is a life like it's a like a genetic thing or yeah. whatever you would want to consider it. I think you, ch you choose to be gay. You're not born gay. Yeah. But like, again, and I don't think that's wrong or anything, but I'm just saying like the, the argument is now, if you get to choose that, are we teaching it? Are we teaching it rather than like people learning, like becoming who they want to be? Right. Yeah, you, and well, that's the argument. I feel like you more. gave me a lot to unpack, but like, I, I hear what you're saying hundred percent. And I, and like, I feel like with when it comes to a lot of this stuff is like, it's just speculation. So it's fine for you to have one opinion for yeah. me to have another opinion. I, sometimes I feel like, what is the science behind things? Especially when you talk about the grooming children. That's why I feel like, too, and I feel like in North American society in general, our kids are exposed to too much when it comes to everything. Sexually. Like, Sexually, yeah. violence, um, disrespect. Yeah. Like, learning how to be disrespectful from a young age. And also just... Um, I blame white people for that. <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, just being concerned with things that a, a child shouldn't be concerned with, like, whether or not their parents are making money. But you find kids these days are so much in their parents' business. Yeah. You know, like they know if their parents are, I don't, I didn't used to know if my parents were poor or rich or what. Yeah, you shouldn't really like... know that as a kid. You should just be focused on kid shit, right? So when you when you talk about the grooming and all that stuff, I feel like that goes for everybody. I don't think people should be putting these adult thoughts into kids' heads when it comes to sexuality, mm. but I don't think that they should do it when it comes to fashion. I don't think that like when you see the people will go and dress up their three-year-old and he's dressed like a rapper, like a 28-year-old rapper. It's like, let that man wear Spider-Man shoes, right? Yeah. Okay, so another thing is, too, when it comes to the violence and stuff like that, right? When you see young 8-, 9-, 10-year-old kids listening to drill music, I think that's just as bad for them as when they're 6 years old being told whatever the hell about sexuality. I don't think that should be a conversation that should be held with strangers or teachers or whatever you want to call yeah. them. Like, I think that's you should talk about that at home. With your parents, so that, yeah. so that, And just like you said, like, like, Everything should be affected. Like, if if you want to expose your kids to whatever you want to, expose your kids to whatever you want to. That should be out there for you to do. If I want to keep my kids protected in a safe environment where they're sheltered from certain things, I should have the right to do that as well, right? Yeah. So, so the, the grooming, I, I agree so with that, you 100%. Essentially, that's what I'm pretty much saying. It's like you want to, like, you should be able to raise a kid the way you want to raise your kid. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But now you put them in these public schools, and by like the, by the time you're in, like, grade three, they know... 10, yeah. 15 different genders, right? Or and it's not, like these, a lot of these genders are based off of sexuality. And it's like, why are we talking to eight-year-olds about sex? Like, that's yeah, the weird yeah. shit. Like, you yeah, know what for mean? sure. I think I think a lot of us are all on the same page about that. And I just think that sometimes it gets misconstrued when people, that's what you're angry about? Let's leave it at that. Don't get mad about some shit that has nothing to do with that, saying like, oh, it's all connected. It's like, uh, bro, like that's a big, wide spectrum just to say that just because they're trans people, they're connected to your seven-year-old being taught 60 different genders yeah. in school you know what i'm saying but even, it's like you have to you have to be able to draw a line somewhere but there's one more thing i wanted to talk about too because you said about um like in, in a place like saudi arabia do you think that there's as many people in the closet and all that right yeah. and i do think that people of course are a product of their environment i do think having the, the freedom to be who you are helps a lot as well 100%, 100%. right but i do think that 
when you're exposed to certain things, you naturally you're gonna like replicate them. So that's the same thing I'm saying for like. But then that's what I was saying. It's taught behavior rather than a like. Uh, uh, yeah, distinguish of like who you are. But that's why I'm saying we need to address so much stuff when it comes to pedophilia, mass shootings, uh, depression, suicide. Like these are all things that are learned and taught behaviors. Yeah, I don't think that if if you go like like you said, like you can look at the numbers. It's like go look at the suicide rates that we have here in North America, and go look at the suicide rates that they have in a poor country where people actually don't even have as much champagne problems to think about that. And how is their suicide rates less 100%, than us I, when our quality of life is so much higher? I have that right? exact same like thought of logic for like for that for like mental health. Like I think talking about and promoting it, like having these bell less talk weeks and shit. I personally, this is my opinion only, but I personally think that's bad. I feel like when you start thinking about your feelings, that's when you feel more. So it's like now that we're teaching people like to live in your emotions, like if you're having a bad day, don't worry, like to do all these things. It's like I think therapy and stuff like that will hurt more than it helps in a lot of situations to the <laughs> point where like people are like, I'm sad now, mm-hmm. but because that if I'm sad now, that means I'm depressed, and if I'm depressed, that means my life's gonna be depressing, and yeah. that's not true. But like, no, that's no, kind I of like you. what it's getting pushed out there. Like once you have that stigma of I'm a depressed human being, then it's like what's the like, what's the next step in this? You go online and be like, oh, depression leads to suicide. He's like, stupid I guess shit, I'm gonna go kill shit. myself, and it's like that's well, some, so I it's like even you. like the 13 Reasons Why show on Netflix. I, hated I think that. I, hated I that personally too. think that would promote more suicide than yeah. it stopped. Yeah, I agree. And this is my like, whole but this is my whole thing though. It's just like. When it comes to the mental health thing, right? This only got to start getting brought up really in like the past what ten years, yeah, 10, 15 if so, years, and that's maybe twenty, worse, right? Though. It did get worse, but my whole thing is like maybe because we're just in the infantile stages. Well, I feel like a lot of the stuff that they do to address mental health and all that is wrong, but the thought is in the right place. But then again, you want to say infantile stages, and I would agree, but I would agree differently than you. I think they're gonna go more radical with it now that, like, for example, in Canada, we have that. Uh, assisted suicide shit that made shit yeah yeah so it's like literally like a guy just like now you're able to say i'm depressed i want to go get clinically killed which is fucked paid by oh hip and shit like, yeah, that's so fun. crazy it's especially like, for mental health i don't think it should be there but yeah. i feel like it's like bro if i get into a car accident and i lose four of my limbs and 90 percent of my body is third degree burns yeah i should have the right to say please let me die right uh, Fair enough, right? I don't know. I value life a lot more. Like, okay, that's your life. Yeah, no, that's if, my opinion. Yeah, right, my opinion. right. That's like, your should, life. You but I'm just saying, if someone's in a ca- catastrophic fucking accident and they feel like their their quality of life went from here to down there and they don't want to deal with that, okay, cool. And they lost like, oh, you might have lost a kid or a wife. Knock on wood for anyone going through something yeah. like that. You know, just terrible shit. Where like, I don't want to live anymore. Fair enough. But if it comes to like someone who's young, they're under 30 years old, they still have the rest of their life ahead of them. They're talking about, I'm depressed. I want to die. No, I think that's bullshit. Bro, right now they're like pushing in fucking parliament. I know, I've seen it. I've they're seen pushing it. in parliament to get mature teens to be allowed to do this. You know what's a I mature know, teen? I like know, a 14 I know. year old? I know. Bro, it's, that's bullshit. It's, like, it's gross. So it's like, I don't certain know. things like that I, I can't speak on. But like I said, so I when feel you like. Say, no, but sorry, when you say like infantile stages, I believe it's infantile stages too. Like the, the amount of like mental health awareness that we've been getting pushed on us it's like people are seeing it as a positive and like it's going to change our lives and stuff to, for the better but i've only seen it go negative and i don't like now we're talking about like this major it's only going more negative so like i don't see the bright spot sometimes it's like okay you got to think about the trickle effect too like yeah. when, when i was in high school my vice principal uh mr harvey and shout out to mr harvey he used to pull me aside all the time bro and just talk to me and, like, I was a really angry kid. I had a lot going on, and I really needed that. And I didn't even realize at the time what he was doing. It took me be- becoming a grown man and looking back, like, yo, Mr. Harvey actually helped me out a lot. And I- a lot of that comes from he he was taught these things. And whether or not you're taught 
in a way that's like actually productive right like you're saying like some of this stuff is way overboard but you're still as a person you're sitting there you're realizing like oh yeah like maybe that's not the best way to deal with someone that's going through this or going through that you see them going through different mental things right mm -hmm. and you're like i'm gonna approach it a new type of way right like back in the days bro when when people had schizophrenia they would electrocute them like you know so it's yeah. just like that like you said with that that might have been in its infantile stages but wherever it was headed was probably not the right place oh, either 100%. you know what i'm saying so it's just like with this stuff it's like yeah at least when people are seeing that like oh like we should come at it a different way we should be more patient we should talk to them try to understand them i think that's been more helpful for people than just being locked up being accused of being criminals or no, just no, being accused I agree. of being I soft agree with that. that's not what i was trying a to say a lot of people were just called soft you're depressed oh you're soft toughen up put a band-aid on it. And it's like, we still kind of have that, especially well, in the black know, community, I we have still have that. that. I have that mentality. Like, and the, well, in, in the black community, that is that is prevalent. That is what you mostly see. Yeah. But like what I was saying is like before, when you were saying like people get punished for having mental illnesses, I think that's wrong. Yeah. But when like when someone's saying like, yo, you're being soft, I think that is like, that's what the perspective you should be having. So like, it should be coming from people who love you though. It shouldn't be just from a stranger. Yeah, yeah. So it's like your friends or your family. If you see yourself being down, like let's say you got fired from your job and you see your brother just moping around the living room and he's not doing anything, you have to go up to him and be like, "Yo, bro, get your life straight. Like you're being like you're being a loser." For like, sure. Actually, like, you but, know what I mean? But, that conversation needs to be had, but from a point of love rather than hate. Like when you're saying like we're gonna push these people with mental illnesses in a corner, like what they were doing before, mm -hmm. push them in a corner, like try to get them out of our society. That's wrong. Mm -hmm. Like I think there is ways to help that, mainly community. But then now, like I also think people are too hyper aware of their emotions, like. It's one thing to be like, I understand how I feel, but then it's another thing to be like, think like, like how many times do you think people think about their emotions a day now? Like I'm feeling right. sad right now. I'm and feeling it, happy. Aside now. from just how much like, you think about it, how often does it get weaponized? Because yeah. these days people really weaponize mental illness. It'll be like, like look at Jada Pinkett. Yeah, I cheated on you with a 17 year old, but I was going through things, <laughs> and it's like that's the past right there. She yeah. was going through things in her mental, in her mental. Uh, Whatever she'd be like, oh, like mentally, I was just, I just was not there. I was checked out. People yeah. will say all kind of crazy shit and like I'm that. Saying, and it's like, like that's bro, cop yeah, like, that's that bullshit. is not an excuse for being a terrible person. But I do think, like, let's say, like you were talking about the kid who's just sitting on the couch, right? It's like, yeah, if his brother's been there with him, step it away. Like he could, he could talk to him for sure. But let's say his pops walks in and his pops hasn't been around for seven years. Be, oh, for seven, right? Some shit like that. Yeah. Or his pops isn't really active in his life. Doesn't yeah. really give him any emotional support. Let's say when he was doing good, his pops wasn't giving him positive reinforcement. Now he's doing bad his pops wants to talk about how you're doing soft and this that and the third bro don't don't kick me when i'm down and you can't pick me up and 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 praise me when i'm no, doing good no of course right? that's what i'm saying so that, that's all love. i'm saying like when it comes to that tough love stuff it's like you have to have the love part first yeah you know and then you could be tough and, and give them some tough love but if you're not really in a in a environment with somebody where you feel like the love is there and they're nurturing you you don't want to hear none of that tough love shit when when shit starts to hit the fan you don't want to hear it but it's also like I feel like now it's like we learned so much shit from the internet. So it's like when you're feeling down, you just go online and see other shit that like feels down or even like music and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And all this like sad music and they like it all leads to like, oh, I was once depressed, blah, 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 blah. And then people yeah. tell their story and they're like, I almost killed myself. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. at this point. I'm probably going to kill myself unless something crazy happens and then nothing crazy ever happens because like that's just a fucking fairy tale movie. And so then you people are ending up going down the that route, and it's like that's fucked up. And like I feel like a lot of that, a lot of those issues are media push. Like I don't think 
the suicide rate and stuff has just changed because of social media. In the, like, I like just because oh, I'm comparing myself to these people and I can't live that lifestyle. I do. I, I think. I think. I think. I think it has a little bit like like what I'm saying. Like you go online, you see these like like stories and stuff. Like I think in that aspect it does, but I don't think it's more as much of a comparative thing that people try to say it is. Like. I'm not may having a good life, and this person's having a good life. Let okay. me compare my life to theirs, so and think, now my life sucks. I think it's a lot of people are like life isn't supposed to be easy. A lot of people hit hardships, like they hit a wall where like shit just isn't going right for like a span of like two, three, one month, like three weeks, yeah. like whatever it is. And then you feel like I'm living in a depressed state. I believe there is a depressed state, but that doesn't mean you have depression. Like depression yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. Like, a, like something that Bro, stays with you. I forever. agree with you. So like, and we've had this conversation before. I think for one that you're all kind of overlooking is that not everyone has the same mentality. hundred percent. So when some people are down, they want to stay down. They want to mope about it. They want to, but it's just like, bro, you don't know how they were raised. You don't know what their mom's like, what their dad is like, what their environment is like that led to them being this way. Mm -hmm. Even when you're saying like, oh, like people on social media, it's like, let's say your kid's going through some shit, right? And it's based off the internet or social media. You got to sit there and ask yourself, why is my kid being influenced by social media, the internet so much? I'm not giving them enough life to live. Yeah, no, I'm not throwing that. enough at them. I'm sitting on the couch and I'm watching social media and it might not be poisoning me, but I'm letting my kid do the same thing and they can't handle it. 100%. That's, you know? and that's a problem. I feel like parents, like, not parents, but like, Community, like I keep coming back to communities. Communities need to be involved in other people's lives a lot more than it is now. And yeah. the dilution of community is leading to these mental health issues, in my opinion. Yeah, no, it's I like, agree. The I fact agree. that you can't talk about your problems like with your boys and shit is like the same concept of like your parents not being there for you. That and then when they see you doing going through a shit situation, popping out of the blue saying, "Yo, fix up!" Like you know what yeah, I mean? It's the yeah. same thing. And like your friend should be able to like once you see yourself going down a, a wrong route, even just like here and there, not like giving you lectures, but here and there, yeah. be like, "Yo, bro." Just Fix up, yeah, tighten up, like, tighten yeah. up. But like as I said, another thing too. Some of us are gonna have friends like that. Some of us aren't, right? And it shouldn't be a not to people who don't have it. But like, yeah, bro. Like in general, man. Like with the mental health thing, people are all going through, and it's tough. And I just feel like so far yet we haven't learned how to address it all properly. Plus, there's new things popping up every day that are making people's mental health worse. And like, like it's kind of like one of those things where I was talking about the scam. Yeah. It becomes big, and then, yeah, and then yeah, it yeah. becomes a solution. So we're getting all these new problems, and we don't have the time to find the solutions for them yet. Solutions will start to come out, and I think one of the biggest solutions is going to be putting your phone down. Like that phone, bro, is people we're say that too all the time, and they all everybody who's ever said like I stopped, I deleted Instagram, I deleted Twitter, or whatever it is off my phone, and like my life just got so much like happier. Yeah. Like you started enjoying life more. Yeah, everybody yeah. says the same shit. Yeah. No, you've never heard a story of someone saying I deleted Instagram. all so bored. Yeah, I started missing out on yeah, everything. Yeah, like yeah, people yeah. don't say that. It's like they design it to be addicting. It's like a drug. It's, it keep, gives you dopamine and yeah. it, it keeps you feeling like engaged. Like you ever like forget your phone and you be like, oh, I feel like nothing's going on, but I feel so peaceful. I was actually talking about life, this with right? my friend the other day. I was like, when was the last time you were bored? Like you know what I mean? It's like yeah, we're never like bored at anymore. my job and stuff. Like I'll be like there'll be periods where like I'm just sitting and just thinking, like just by myself thinking, and that is so much more refreshing than when I'm at home just like. Yeah. consuming a TV show or even like have a TV show in the background while I'm doing some of next stuff. Yeah. It's like you always want to get put me pushed in some type of entertainment and I feel like that like the the fact that like boredom is freedom in a sense yeah. is actually good. Like, like do, you, do you remember taking boring shits? Like back before the Yo, smartphone, before like you be, your phone to this yeah, you'd be taking a shit. You'd be like, God damn, I wish this shit would be over. <laughs> no, my shirts were so much shorter though, like bro. Now so I'm much shorter. You'd be like pushing them out. You'd be like, oh, 
that shit was under two minutes. I'm the man. Yo, you Nowadays, you be going to take a shit. You be like in there for 20 minutes because you're on your phone scrolling. You ever have like a like a big fart or thing, but you bring your phone to the toilet anyways, take a piss, and be like, oh, I don't even have to shit, but I'm gonna sit here for a bit. I don't know what she was talking. About. <laughs> I don't know just what sit she's there. Talking. You're like, I'm not even shitting, but I'm gonna just sit on this toilet chill on my phone. For oh a bit. yeah, yeah, hundred percent that happens. Yeah, yeah. You just like, be I caught up. I, you be, I, I forgot why I even came here. For, I just needed some peace and quiet. <laughs> I needed a minute to myself to go on the phone. You look at the toilet, be like, yo, did that shit? Oh, no, I'm good. I don't need to wait my ass. But you be looking at the toilet like, did I even piss? <laughs> no, bro. no, it's bad, bro. And that's the thing. That's what, like, and that's what I was saying too. Like, a lot of this shit that comes back, people be like, "Oh, it's all linked. It's all linked." I think right now, one of the only things that's all linked is like a lot of people's mental health is not that good because of our phone. It's too convenient, and it's it's just it's right there in your face. And like you said, you don't get a single moment of being bored. And like some of your best ideas come from being bored. I remember before I was making music, as I was writing all of, uh, in God We Trust and stuff. Like it would be. Like coming home from coming home from whatever, if I was like a long drive or the subway and shit, that's when I would come up with a lot of stuff, and I would come up with a lot of stuff when I was taking a shit, and I would come up with a lot of stuff when I was in the shower and stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's just like other than the shower now, it's like all those things. People are on their phone the whole time. You have no time to think. Right now, if I go for a run, I have a lot of time to think. Right, but it's just like man, we don't take that time to disconnect and just like recharge our brains type shit. It's so it's so it sounds so corny too. No, it's always sure. the woke pages like a nigga with like a crystal necklace telling you like, bro, you gotta. Uh, like disconnect and let your feet go in the grass but it's Get like grounded yeah. yeah yeah but it's actually true bro like, like that's it's actually true that's some shit that like because uh i watch a lot of other podcasts and they're usually guys from like la and shit and like now apparently this big trend in la is before you even pick up your phone in the morning you have to go stand outside and look at the sun i'm like mm -hmm. why is that a thing like that shouldn't have to be a thing to clear your mental health like that's like ah uh, i just feel like all that shit feels so like yucky to me if, like, you know what it I mean does, like, I don't know like, what the word would be but I, it's just like okay I'll say this bro this is the one like when people ask what is Toronto like I'd be like oh like the people are so pessimistic and negative just like what you're saying <laughs> because we don't believe that shit because we don't experience that shit bro for three months of the year you kind of experience you start start getting immersion it and the winter's right back and you're like oh yeah fuck that gay shit like, <laughs> you know, like, you know? No, it's like, like bro yeah. like, like when you're in LA I was in LA the first time and like I remember waking up every day and like the weather just being so nice outside and it was the dead of winter too and like like at least here was that a winter out there it was nice and like the first thing i would do is open my window you know get it so go on the balcony get some fresh air like you know smoke outside or something at the very least where it's just like that fresh air that sun like you know as opposed to bro we wake up in canada and you're like god damn i don't want to wake up and you'd be like barely waking up you're like what's on my phone and you'd be seeing people all over the world enjoying themselves and shit and it's just like bro like it might not affect you that much, but a weak-minded person, bro, that shit will make them want to jump off a building, bro, and it's understandable, really. <laughs> it's jump off a building. I'm, I literally mean it. <laughs> I literally mean it. Or look at all these fucking random attacks. I, I don't know why people are picking up fucking knives and stabbing people on the TTC, but it probably has something to do with the depressing state of our city. Like, it's depressing as fuck. Nah, bro, I don't know. Yeah, 100%. It has agree. to be. Like, it has no, to Toronto, be, bro. I think Toronto's a big trap, bro. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's, it's a city that's not built for our generation anymore. Usually, like, the next generation is supposed to step up and be able to take it over. But now we can't. Like, we can take over, like, the culture. But what the fuck does that mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, these uh, people taking over their culture and buying houses. Bro, I say this about Toronto culture and others all the time, too. Just like what I was just saying, it's a trickle effect. But, bro, everybody that kind of gets any type of anything going, any type of motion, they go out to L.A. 
And it's like if when you're out in LA, you realize that most of these people in the industry aren't even from LA. Yeah. They all just go to LA. They, and, go, they and, funnel and, there. Yeah. And try it's just to like, fucking make it bro, big. if everybody from Toronto would stay in Toronto, we have all the biggest artists in the world. Oh like, shit. We could Justin all just Bieber, stay here. The yeah. weekend, Drake. Make our own infrastructure. But no, everyone wants to go to again, suck off that LA teat, man. I hate that shit, bro. Yeah. But whatever. I don't want to be a hater, because a lot of niggas go to LA and they do good for themselves. I'm not saying them niggas don't do good. I'm just saying you're not doing as good for the city as you're doing for yourself. But, but I hey, wasn't even I wasn't hey, even saying like I wasn't saying that now. Necessary. I was saying, us for like for us regular folk, like we're, like the fact that you're not gonna be able to like most millennials won't be able to afford their own home. It's something yeah. crazy. Like the average yeah. age of people who live with their parents still is up to like 27 in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which no, is like, like that shit. It's crazy. That's what bro. I'm trying to say. So it's like we could say the culture's changing to the young people, which it is. I would say young like culture is catering more to people under 30 now with like uh like call like restaurant life and shit like that. Like a lot of things are pushing towards young people, but then again. We're kind of only like we're tenants to the city. We're no. not actually with like the, owners with the, of the, with the city. housing is bullshit. Man. Housing, it's, business, it's even starting like, your own business. It's like the cost to do anything in Toronto is so. The government, the government has to step in. Yeah, man. so the like that's what I'm trying to, to say. It's like Toronto's well, a trap. It is a trap, and it's, it's like Canada trap. in general. Like, bro, everywhere you go, it's like even if you go somewhere, let's say you go somewhere in Canada where they're charging you two hundred thousand a house, it's only because that's the most that they could charge you for the house. Yeah, there's no affordable housing. It's all everywhere you go is just how. What's the most we could charge people in this area? And that's what they charge. Yeah, bro. Like, did you see that new uh, building they're building downtown where it's like 27 square foot apartments for $200,000? Really? Bro, we're going to have to. That should be illegal. Bro, that should be illegal. It's the craziest. 27 square feet is like the size of this room, no? Yeah. And it's like, so the first floor is going to be like your kitchen. So, like, essentially what it is is the first floor is your kitchen. And then behind the kitchen is a toilet, but your toilet is a shower. And then, so it's like your shower, your toilet's in the shower where you, you would take a shit. And then you come back and there's like a ladder and your bed is a loft. I don't even think that that's not humane. I just think that like that. See, like when people talk about the homeless problem, I think like the government should go and build like 10 buildings like that in a, in a section downtown and load them up with all the people that are homeless and have them living like that and yeah. just see where it goes. But as far as regular people paying money to live there, are you crazy, nigga? Bro, it's are crazy. Are you crazy? It's like, <laughs> like, but that's what you have to do to afford shit in Toronto. It's so that's stupid. That's fucked. That's super fucked. And it's like, bro, like the, another argument I was making with my friend, like literally like the other day was, <laughs> where people are trying to justify buying an $800,000, $900,000 house in like Barry, an hour away. There's my chair, there's my chair slash bed. <laughs> <laughs> bro so like buy like an eight hundred thousand nine hundred thousand dollar house in like Barrie or like in like uh oshawa shit like that like places outskirts of toronto yeah to yeah. say to claim they live in toronto i'm like you could take that exact same money go to fucking my or like miami and buy a, a, a 300 400 dollar condo for this like miami's pretty expensive but like somewhere but in that's Florida, what, no but like it's, like, it's like, like uh, dirt fort, fort lauderdale for sure bro like, 40 you, know? you can buy something for under 500 easily that's Condo, I'm probably you need the you. bad part of Florida. You know, in Miami, in. I'm in talking Miami, about Miami. Bro. Like, bro, you buy a condo, bro. I've been in Miami, there's bad parts of Miami. No, of course, there's bad parts in every city, but I'm yeah, saying, like, you saying, be able like, to... like South Beach, where you want to be, no, you can't afford a condo there for 300,000. Like, I, I think they're less, like, way less than a, like a million Canadian money. I think so, 100. percent I'm talking, it's expensive over there, bro. It's expensive. But nothing like Toronto's one of the most expensive cities in the world. Like, we it don't, is, we don't even like, remotely compare to New but York. Miami is the whole, like, I said, Miami has like South Beach, which is like Beverly Hills practically. Yeah. On, on on the east coast and then like you have so much like counties in florida that are fucked up where it's like you wouldn't want to live there yeah you wouldn't want to live there like especially used to life in canada like yeah you wouldn't want to live in some of these neighborhoods oh no well like places. that like like where no, i'm not even talking bro, i'm not even talking about like the projects and shit i'm talking about like in america there's a huge drop off from a nice neighborhood to like a regular neighborhood oh yeah yeah like and their regular neighborhoods are like or it's like our bad neighborhoods 
A regular neighborhood in America is like a bad neighborhood in, in, in Canada. We have our bad neighborhoods that can match up to some of their bad neighborhoods. But for the most part, like on some regular shit, it's like, yeah, the average type shit. Yeah. Canada for sure has a couple places where it's like, I think it gets scary there just like anywhere else. Yeah. But like just off of like population density and like the amount of guns that they have like certain places in america is like bro the trenches out there like some people like here will live in the trenches and it's like whatever bro you you would not accidentally live in the trenches in america <laughs> you would you would be there for one month and say i don't know what the fuck is going on i'm out of here because <laughs> yeah. you, you literally be hearing gunshots every night and stuff like you know no i feel that but i'm just like i was just saying like economically like the fact that like toronto's bubble like like housing market bubble especially which kind of trickles down to everything else is just fucked us no, like so like millennials I, and under like that's why I'm gen glad z is gonna be even more fucked than we are hopefully bro see how they um just put that bill that banned um foreign bad investors foreign investments, yeah. bro we needed that so bad so bro. long ago though but yeah. so it's like the i hope they keep I, I hope they keep that shit going bro, though my uh my friend's a concierge at a condo and he's like there's like two floors in the condo that nobody lives on because there's just some chinese people that bought it that don't even rent it out yeah they don't even know what to do like with they it. just have it because they need property and they're just gonna keep the equity in canada because they don't know what the government would do with it in china and shit like that yeah, so he's like there's 100%. literally like two floors like 12 apartments where nobody all, lives all like, over like, the country floors. all up in these condos that's all you see bro yeah foreign investors yeah no not to them but it's just like bro like that just raises the price for us. It like yeah. it's, it, and it it's dilutes not, it's the like, market. All right, sorry. They should, of course they could be able to. They should be able to buy one house that they live in. Yeah, Obviously, oh, yeah, bro. You yeah. trying to buy the houses that I'm trying to live in, bro, and rent it out to me at an exorbitant rate? Nah, fuck bro, off, it's bro. crazy. I don't like that it's shit. Crazy. It's crazy. I don't like that shit. That's when. That's why I feel like a country needs to have a little bit of national pride. I don't like the nationalism too much, where they be talking about don't let people in, but. Don't like, let people invest unless you let yeah, them. Like, let, you shouldn't let be able us to be, make the money. You shouldn't be able to make money off of us unless you want to be us. That's, Wait, that's you can make, you can, Hold on. You can make money off of us if it's, like, a service. But, like, off of living? No. Like, living, like, to me, where someone lives, like, that's why I think landlords are pieces of Yo, shit. Yo, did you see like, that real estate agent that went viral this week for, or it was, like, last week, I think, for saying, uh, why don't you tip your landlords? That's crazy, bro. He's like, you tip your servers, like when they or, like bring you. Food I tip and shit. my servers because I know they're so broke that they can't even afford to go and do some shit after this. I'm eating food that they can't afford to but eat. Their argument, That's crazy. Their argument's more like, if you tip them for doing a good service for you, I'm putting a house over your, a roof over your head. You should be tipping me too. Honestly, bro, like, to even to hear that, that crazy if thing. someone said that to my face, if, if my landlord said it to my face, I I'd have to take a lot for me not to stab them. It was a- <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck that, did you just say that. to me, bro? bro? No, no, that's my life. You're talking about where 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 am I supposed to live? And my kids supposed to live? No, they're not saying you sh- can't live there, but they're saying you should appreciate it more. Give us a little tip, bro. I, bro, do you not realize that this is God's green earth? Who are you because you had a little bit of money to put up the money then tell me that my life should be worthy, uh, thankful to you for where my life is taking place? This that's, is, the same, this, that's the same concept of eating. It's like, I'm going to get food regardless. You're not the one who cooked it. You just walked in from the kitchen here and you're telling me I should give you a tip for a good service? Like, Bro, I understand what you're saying. It's all... No, no, it's, hold on. Listen, I, I think I, it's a crazy I, listen, take. Listen. I'm just playing it's, devil's it's, advocate. It's yeah. all comparable for sure, right? Yeah. But where I live is very sacred. The roof over my house is very sacred. Don't compare that to no food in my belly. No, Because no, I'll just course, go, I'll go somewhere else and do something else. But when it comes to where you live, bro, think about how hard it is to move. Like, you're going to pack up your whole life. It's your whole life. When it comes to where people live, that's their whole life. That's everything they yeah. have. That's why I don't like that too much. And, like, you see a lot of countries, bro, not even communist countries, where the government will make it so that you're able to afford a house. Everybody could afford to buy one house at the very least. Why, why should that not be a right of being a Canadian citizen that I could be able to afford a house, especially if I work? If I work and I'm paying my taxes, I don't care how broke I am. I should be able to get a house. There was some crazy breakdown that some economists did that where it's like 
to uh, to afford an average home in Toronto now, you as an individual, you have to be making one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. See, so it's like they're so minimum wage is out, out the question. If it's minimum, minimum wage, wage link up with link up with six or seven people, Whoa. and then you can maybe afford it, bro. So it's like essentially they're saying like you have to be able to have two successful spouses that work that be able to afford this house, and then even on top of that, I was having a discussion with my brother, and there I was like, yo, do you not take in that a mortgage term is twenty to thirty years? And a life sentence in prison is 25 years. Mm-hmm. It's like you're literally signing a life sentence to pay this fucking mortgage. Like, look, that's so fucked. And now they got all these tiny homes. Yeah, home we're converting. Bro, bro this like, is what I was talking about the other day, though. When I said that the quality of life is going to get so bad that being an influencer, is. yeah, is going to be a really big thing. Because it's like, bro, how are you going to fake it like you're living a nice life in a fucking box? Yeah. You see, the, see, you see them niggas. That's one thing I hate right now, too. You see them niggas that show off how they live and, like, they wake up and they sweep the floor. And, then, like, they make their bed. And, like, they, like feed their dog and then like they cook a little bit and then like they read a book and then they go to the gym and shit and it's like nigga you're a bitch <laughs> i don't know what to tell you my nigga like that life doesn't look rough at all like bro you don't you know you had no trials or tribulations or nothing you just woke up everything was perfect sometimes the dog pees on the fucking living room bro right but they're not gonna show that on camera show the real truth show your truth my nigga but nah it's like it's cool but it's just, i'm just saying like really like People living like nice like that is really gonna become a more and more popular thing because so many people are living like fucked up out here, bro. Bro, it's just like a like think about the concept of one hundred and seventy five thousand. Like, let's say you were to divide that with a spell, like fifty fifty. So you'd be like, what? You need ninety thousand each, yeah, like 80, essentially. Like, yeah, yeah, like like. So it's like imagine like how many jobs like obviously it's not like impossible to get a ninety thousand dollar job, but it's like it's hard and it's like even at that rate, it's like you're buying a, a one point one million dollar house that's gonna fit like you and like probably a three bedroom type. And thing. you're not doing nothing. Yeah. You're not going on no vacations. Nope. You're not getting. Pockets you're not going out strapped. to eat. Your you're pockets gonna be strapped. Bully beef and rice for the whole year. Well, you're surviving while buying a house, and it's like now people are like and that's what I was saying before. Now people are leaving Toronto, but to still live in like to live the Toronto life, they just have to move on the goal line. So they're going to bury, and it's like, it's like it's not, like you might as well move to a different city at that point because the city's like gone. But like then you look at like New York and shit, it's way crazier, and it's like that's but where York, we're going. But New York is crazy. Yeah, that, that's that is where, where we're, we're headed. Yeah, except except we have a way worse infrastructure when it comes to public transportation. Yeah, that's why New York oh, was able terrible. to grow so big because their their city planning is so good, and Toronto's is terrible. But it is a lot like that, bro. I remember going out to New York like ten years ago, and people being like. Yeah, I spent um uh, like it, it was, the rent was like uh like forty two hundred, and it's and like it you was, share with like three roommates and shit. Right? Yeah, 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 they have they have roommates and shit, and it's like the place is like a regular place. Like you looking around, like it's not nice, but it's, it's in wise. New York. It's in New well, York. That's so the thing. expensive. Yeah, it's in New York, or like especially if you're on man, if you're in Manhattan. Oh my gosh. It doesn't matter what part of Manhattan. It doesn't matter what part of Manhattan. <laughs> Literally the one. worst part. Like like bro, it's expensive to live in Harlem. And growing up, you know Harlem is the mecca of hip hop. This place where it's like uh, it's a historically black neighborhood. Yeah, and like what's that movie? Um, the drug movie where they sell all the drugs and shit. <laughs> they sell all, that's a lot of movies, bro. With Cameron and shit. With Cameron. Oh, um, I don't know. How I'm not. It's just it's just slipping my mind right now. Like okay, boys in the not boys. Uh, boys in the hood. No. No, it's right. no boys in the hood is from L.A. Paid in full. Paid in full, yeah. Paid in full, right? Paid in full. Go look at the picture that they paint of Harlem and shit, right? And then you go go try to live in Harlem right now, see how much it costs you, bro. Yeah, no, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Everything's fucked up. Like, but that's all. Like, that's what I'm saying. Our generation is just moving down there. But let's go to another story. I want to. I want to see your opinion on this one. So, this this woman that uh, or this person that used to work for Biden, he recently got fired. But uh, so essentially, he. Got hired because he was a non-binary person. It was a kind of like a diversity hire, right? Mm-hmm. So he got hired, 
And then there was like reports that so it started with one where a woman said he she saw him take his her luggage from the airport, mm-hmm. reported it, they fought, pulled the cameras out, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, I thought that was mine. My bad." Came and returned it. Again, someone it happened again like a month later, and then the same thing happened. He t- he was waiting for the luggage carousel, took the bag and left. And it was somebody else's. They the person reported it. So they saw him on camera, and then it became a news story because um. Because this person would go to these airplanes, or airplanes without luggage, and then stand at the carousel and try to pick up a woman's bag every time. Yeah. It was a man picking up a woman's bag, and then the th- it happened a third time, and he got fired because of it. So they're like, "We're not going to deal with this bullshit anymore." But then the thing that got crazy is, a uh, woman saw this on Twitter, posted it. I sent it to you on Discord, Misha. Can you pull that up or not? Yeah, I saw this. I saw this. So, so people know what you're talking about. So yeah, so like she pulled it up. Uh, she pulled out and she's like, "This is my custom dress I made." This black woman, she made a custom like Nigerian dress, and she's like, and um, the per, uh, the 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 woman um, Sam Britton was like, in the dress. It was shit. in the dress at a Trevor yeah. Noah's red uh Trevor Noah red red carpet event. Yeah, and he was and people were writing articles about it, saying like how woke he is for being able, so cultural accepting and stuff like that. Not even culture appropriating because. He's a part of the diversity team, yeah, so it's like yeah, you can't yeah. shit on them. So then he was wearing the dress, and the girl's like, "Bro, this is my custom dress. It's a one of one. Like, well, how are you wearing it?" Yeah. And she's like, I, "This was literally lost in the luggage I was stole." So apparently, this guy was doing it for like years because this was yeah. two or three he, years. He's earlier. for sure a kleptomaniac. Okay, so there's a lot to unpack with this. Yeah, one. Bro, give it's me, a crazy. Give story. me a minute to unpack this one because it kind of comes story. back to some other stuff we were talking about. So for one, I was gonna say this. Remember uh Rachel Delzoza or whatever? Yeah, she was, she was yeah, she was faking being black during was the, she the faking it though? Whatever. She identified as black, whatever. You identify as black. Very funny. <laughs> so at, at the at the height of the BLM movement, right? She was kind of like like right at the forefront, right? Yeah. So it's like, man, I'm not a part of the LGBTQ or whatever like that. Wait, wait, the LG what? I'm not <laughs> the LGBTQ <laughs> uh community. I, A, whatever. Plus? Whatever. I'm just saying I don't want to like, cause I don't stand with them like that, so I don't want to speak for them too much, right? Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, when you when you see that, like, like it's very easy right now to weaponize that and to to just, like, like like we said, just to make it off limits. You can't talk to me, you can't say nothing to me, right? So what they need to be uh, worried about is people trying to like falsely align themselves with them so they can get away with bullshit. Like this guy yeah. right here, I don't want, I don't care about any of his preferences, whatever, but he's using the fact that he's LGBTQ to get away with a bunch of bullshit. bullshit. When it's just like, bro, he just looks like he has a mental problem. I don't, I don't think he's like a part of, of what they got going on. And it's okay, cool. I, I, it's not as like guys of discovery. Yeah, like and I understand it's not my place to say what he is and what he isn't. Okay, fair enough. But like that's why when you see a lot of straight men coming out with, well, and I'm gonna say I'm this, and I'm gonna say I'm that, and I'm gonna go run against women, and and it's just a, a long, long trickle. And I'm not saying anything about any of that. I'm just saying LGBTQ two. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you guys just be careful because people like this will falsely align themselves with some shit and. They're taking other, advantage of it. Yeah, taking advantage of other like, people. Other the people are actually class. Yeah, other people are actually going through struggles. Like I, other people are actually going through shit. Look at look, look. You had a government job. You were living Bro, amazingly. He was responsible like, you know? of nuclear waste. Like yeah, it's a serious job. Yeah, but it's like yeah. he got it. And then, but I get exactly what you're saying because he had to have. It wasn't a matter of like random like bags he's stealing. He's definitely going on these flights, looking at people and be like, "This girl's a relatively my size, so I know if I took her bag." 
I would be able to fit her clothes. Because mm-hmm. every time he's stealing these bags, it's from women that, like, he wears their clothes out. Yeah, So yeah, it's like yeah. he has to be able to size them. It's, it's literally, it's, like, it's It's fucked. definitely he's a like, mental it's illness. It's, like, somewhat stalking. Yeah, he stalks yeah, them yeah. before, sees what bags they put in, goes on the goes to the carousel after the flight, and makes sure he takes the bag before they can yeah, get for it. Being, I don't think he should be in... Uh, he, she, where I don't think they should be in jail, but they should definitely be under observation, oh, like in a mental oh, yeah. institution. Like, like, bro, you know, like it's like, crazy. Yeah. And he was stealing jewelry and shit too. It's like, um, yeah. and he was getting praised for for the longest time, yeah. and then it came out. It's that one it's of those like, things. So I'm not gonna lie, I I don't know too much about that person or anything about it, so I don't want to speak too much no, about it and come 100%. off as ignorant, right? Yeah. But I just feel like it's like, yeah, you're you're taking advantage of the fact that people think that you're part of this, um like vulnerable group but also what you were and saying it's like you're just weaponizing but that. also what you were saying before when you were like uh the people like you don't un- you don't want to speak on it because he's kind of taking over for like another cause it's kind of like the same situation with like black people where it's like black people never speak against other black people doing wrong to hurt the community so like and i would like and i always advocate like you know this i always advocate like people should be screaming about how like the worst aspects of black like culture should be shot down over and over and over I agree. again. And Just like how I think like yeah, the LGBT community should be the first ones to be calling exactly. this guy out and being like, "Yo, stop trying to like yeah. disguise yourself as us to get away with some bullshit exactly. like this." Like, you so know we'll I mean? we'll leave that to them. But talk about the black stuff that you were just talking yeah. about. It's funny that you said that because, bro, I just saw this John Morant thing come out, right? Mm. John Morant flashing the gun. That shit's funny, bro. And she's like, "Bro, we were all so mad about Kyrie and Connie the way they were getting dealt with, right? Which is bullshit." It was bullshit. And not to say that I'm anti-Semitic, but that we I think we could all agree now that it's in the past that that was just blown way out of proportion, way out of proportion. right? Kyrie was actually about to get kicked out of the whole NBA mm-hmm. about posting a link that Jeff Bezos makes money off of. Whatever. Let's not get in, back <laughs> into that, right? But now you see Ja Morant, one of the faces of the NBA, new face of Nike. They drop Kyrie. They pick up Ja. Okay. He has his own signature shoe now. Okay. This man's flashing guns and stuff, bro. It's just like... First of all, you're not a rapper. Even with I, you know how I feel about these rappers doing that shit. I don't agree with it, and I feel like they're they're influencing kids that you should be careful, right? Bro, you're an NBA player. It is in your contract that you're supposed to be a role model. The NBA has outreach programs with the communities and all this stuff. I think that we should be unequivocally shooting this guy down right now. Cause I know me personally, I would never go buy my sons a pair of John Morant shoes. I have two sons, they're not wearing no John Morant. All right, let me Morant. give some pushback that. on that. Let hold me... up, hold up, hold up. Let me just finish. Yeah. Let me finish. And then now he's here flashing guns and all this. After all, he just beat up a 17-year-old, flashed a gun on him in his own community back home where he's from. Yeah, yeah. In the summer. Beat up the kid, a kid who he's supposed to be helping make it out. And it, and it said that he's punking the kid, beating him up, all this, that, right? And it's like, bro, you're out here flashing guns and stuff now? It's just like, bro. And, then, and like, everyone stays quiet because we feel like, oh, we get punished too much. We get punished too much when it's unjustified. Right now, bro, the kid needs to get punished. He needs to be suspended for at least 20 games or something, bro. Right. Let me let me uh, give some on. pushback. I, I understand what you're gonna say, but it's like, bro, this man is in the NBA. He's the face of the franchise, so he needs to be held to the highest, highest standard. No one else in the league is doing this. No one else in the league is doing anything like this. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's, it sets a bad example for everyone out there. I even think a lot of gangsters are looking at this shit and saying this nigga is a clown. He has a, a hundred million dollar contract from the Grizzlies. Hold yourself properly, bro. And this is this is bad for our whole community. It's not just about John Morant and what he's doing. This makes us all look bad, bro. This makes it look like when you give niggas money, this is how they're going to act. Mm. We're not stupid. We're not dumb. And we're not all thugs and hoodlums. So when you get some money, don't try, try to be a thug and a hoodlum. Be yourself, bro. Mm. Be yourself because you're making everybody look bad. And definitely making yourself look bad in the process. It's just embarrassing, bro. Yeah. Two games. Like, Do you hear that, bro? So if I go and punch a man in the face on the court, I'm going to get the same amount 
for this guy okay, no, but flashing so a gun and so influencing the kids like so that? Come on, bro. So After like, everything that he had already going on, come on, bro. Two games bro, is but bullshit. What I'm trying to say is, like, what are, like it's Amer- like American Canada is different, right? Like, gun laws and shit are completely different out there. So let's say that is, like, I don't know for, for the whole story, but let's say that's a legal gun. Yeah. Like, why aren't you allowed to flash it? Like for example, like you you'll be allowed to go to the shooting range and shoot your gun. Like that's not promoting. Bro, hold on. Like, okay, so if like, you're, I'm not if, saying it's the same. If you, play, if, if you play for the Lakers, weed is legal in Cali. Can LeBron James go on his Instagram live and smoke a blunt? Like, would, I, would Nike not frown upon that? Oh no, that, no. But I'm saying, I'm not is even it distasteful? I'm not even, yes, I'm saying yes, okay, it's distasteful. Yes, but so, I'm saying like okay, it isn't wrong. Bro, like I'm not saying it's wrong. All I'm trying to say is like guys like LeBron actually hold themselves to the standard because they just know better and he knows what he means to the culture. John Morant clearly doesn't understand it or he thinks he's NBA young boy, but she's like, bro, there's actually a lot of guys out here who want to be like you. And a lot of them are actually on a good track. They're playing basketball. They're very talented and can go to the next level and not have to ever worry about any type of street stuff. No, I get but, that. And you're going to influence those kids who are on the fence about some shit like that to think that, like, I, even if I do hoop, I still need to have a gun. No, I 100% agree with that. Like, you are a role model, but I'm saying when you're talking about 20 game suspension and that shit, like, you should be punished. You have to also think of, the like, the difference of, like, of, of, of the culture impact, right? Like, guns are a part of American culture, gangster or not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can get the whitest white guy and he'll have a thousand guns. I'm sure the they do. Thing. I'm sure Peyton Manning has a gun collection. Gun you don't see Peyton... Hold on. Let's, no, I, bro, I hate to talk about shit like it's black and white. We all saw the video and how it went down. He's shirtless in a strip club holding the gun like this. Well, apparently that's his house, though. Apparently, oh, come on, with the apparently. purple lights and shit yeah, like that, bro? That's his house. Okay, even, even, why house. does your house look like a strip club? <laughs> why does your house look like a strip club? Like, come on, bro. Even if it does, like, don't be flashing guns on Instagram Live at 3 in the morning, bro. Come on. And like you said, Peyton Manning might have the biggest gun collection in the world. I don't care about that because he's not toting the guns like, like it's cool for little 13-year-old kids to go and copy him. And 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 Peyton Manning isn't even as big of a role model as John Morant is. John ah, Morant is one of the that. coolest young players, and a lot of young people want to be like John Morant. Mm. Young people don't want to be like Peyton Manning. But then so it's also, not even compare the two of them like they're the same. But you also have to, like, you're trying to tell John Morant to be a role model when John Morant is also just trying to live his life to the fullest. Okay, like, so like, then, you know, bro, hold on. Like, that, wait, like, okay. who's saying, like, is John Morant ever coming out saying, I am a role model for When you me? sign like, a $200 million contract in the NBA, yes, you why? are. But why? I, I promise you, you are. It even says in there, there's, there's an NBA code of conduct how to carry yourself. For a reason, bro, you are a role model. They have community outreach programs, and as well, when you're a Nike sports person, when you're representing Nike, yes, it's the same thing. But that you, means- you are held to a higher standard. You literally signed the paper saying, yes, hold me to a higher standard because you're giving me this these monies. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, like, I guess if that's that's the case, then like I guess, bro. If but he wants to just like, be another nigga who's not influencing not anybody, he can just take nigga. take twenty million and bro. just be a good hooper. But it's like why? No, but that's what, that's what, that's pretty much what I'm saying. It's like why can't I have a talent? My talent is basketball. I'm gonna go use my talent to to give me an income. That income is my salary from the NBA. Uh, anything else after that is I'm going to use that money to live my life the way I want to live it. And like, regardless of if you think my life, the way I'm living my life is right or wrong, bro, it, I don't want people to follow me. I just want to live my life. Bro, he could literally come like, out you know and I mean? say all this, but I just guarantee you that Nike will drop him after he says that and niggas aren't going to rock with him because a, a lot of black people actually do have that mentality. It's just like, bro, more so than any other community, we need our leaders to actually step up. I, I don't care. Hold on. He's not a political leader or whatever. He is a leader. He's visible. He's black. Bro, when it comes to Asian people moving a certain way, their community doesn't have to get on their case because they're carrying themselves properly already. Same thing when it comes to brown people. Same thing when it comes to Mexican people. Same thing when it comes to white people. They don't have to get on their leaders' cases because they're not doing all this foolishness. Mm-hmm. And when the, the few times where you do see them come out and do some foolishness, they do get called out by their own people. No, I and get that. This is the thing where it's just like, why? why so you're saying, why can't he just live his life? 
I'm sure he can, bro. But I'm saying as a black person talking about the black community, this is how I feel about it. If John Morant wants to come out and say, yo, that nigga doesn't know what he's talking about. Fuck that. I don't know. Any, I don't owe anybody anything. Cool. But, Fuck what, me that. but what I'm cool. trying to say. Hold on. Let me just say what I'm saying. All I'm saying is that, bro, why is it that black people get some money and feel like they have to prove that they're gangster? No, but that like, is really hey, so, that's, so that's where I would go to. I would come like from the perspective of I think John Morant is trying to live towards like a a, a, a a figure that is bigger than what he is. Not bigger than what he is, but like he sees like he when he was growing up, he saw all the gangsters and shit moving a certain way. And now that he has money, he wants to move like that. Right. That's pretty much what you're saying. No, I'm not say, even saying that. I'm no, saying he's seen no, shit. No, I'm, like, he, finish, I'm saying finish, he's seen, seen, seen shit in rap videos. Yeah, so I'm saying he's getting portrayed this image over and over again of what this is what successful black looks like, and then now that he's successful black, he's living it and having fun. Okay, okay. I would say the problem is not John Moran. I would say the problem is the culture okay, pushing yeah, that narrative. Okay, yeah, fair enough, bro. So I'm, not, like I'm you, not saying that John like, Moran... Hold on. I'm not saying John Moran is the root of all problems in the black community. No, but you're... I'm saying you're, it's a continuation of it. But you're putting point, a huge fucking I'm, emphasis on he's being he's a role one, model. He is the story this, right now, bro. Whenever, bro, whenever anything... Listen, listen, listen. listen. Kid, like, whenever anything like this comes up, I want to say the same thing, bro. Black people need to tighten up and just stay a little more solid. Yeah. I'm not saying anything about... Even if John Moran gets caught with a gun in his car and he's pulled over by the police, okay, cool. Whatever, but he's flashy it to the cameras, bro. No, it's what are we it's talking distasteful about? for sure. It's like, distasteful. I'm not, I'm not trying to like argue that like what he did was okay. I'm just saying, bro, the fact that people are throwing all this blame, people and you, like throwing all this blame on Jaw. I'm like, bro, it's way bigger than Jaw. I a, think it is too. I, I, I call out the rap game all the time. I, I even told you this is why I don't rap anymore because I feel like niggas are on a lot of bullshit. And and the whole what's the biggest thing right now in hip hop culture? Oh, I'm smoking on his dead homie. I think that shit is is whack, bro. Very. Our whole culture right now is about killing each other. The main thing in drills, the drill scene is one of the biggest scenes right now. The main thing in it is that we kill each other and we rap about killing each other and shit. Bro, white people sit back and laugh at this 100%. shit. And that's why I'm saying when, when you see Kyrie gets punished so much by Jewish people and all this stuff for saying anti-Semitic comments. But John Morant is perpetuating this, this self-destructive um, way that the black community is hearing themselves. And white people do not care. They suspended him for two games. They clearly do not care as long as we're harming ourselves. As long as we're harming ourselves. I 100% agree with that. Okay, so then that is why it's something that needs to be addressed. And I don't think it's all John Moran's fault. Like I said, he's out here acting like he's NBA Youngboy. NBA Youngboy is the main person perpetrating that and all that. And it goes back to even the people, the rappers before him and all that. I hope not. I hope not. He literally said, wait, what? He moved to like Wyoming or some shit like that? He said he's done with rap. He doesn't want to be. Bro, the whole climate of the rap game the last few years, I really hope that niggas start to move a type of way where it's moving away from the talking about killing niggas shit. Bro, there was some crazy stat where it's like 2020. 21, it was something like 45 rappers died. I believe in it, one bro. Year. I believe it. And that's just like, that's just notable rappers. No, you know, no, like not all of them were notable, but it's like people that were like relatively successful, right? So it's like, mm -hmm. like it wasn't all murders and stuff, but it was like a lot of like drugs and stuff, which is also yeah. implemented in this. So you can have like Jews will talk about Percocet, bro. The craziest thing to me, like this is a, a part of Black culture too. I would definitely associate it with. Where like you have Juice World, who's one of my favorite artists of all time. He has a song called Wishing Well. He says in the song like, um, uh. If I don't take these pills, I won't be here. And he's like, but if I keep taking these pills, I won't be here. And he's like, mm -hmm. he's pretty much telling everybody, like, I'm addicted to drugs, and I know these drugs are going to kill me, 
but you, there's nothing you can do to stop him from taking these drugs, and then he ended up dying from doing it. And he's also and saying that, that the drugs is the reason why he's where he's at. But that's also kind like, of a rock a star thing. But that's a hundred percent associated on. with the black community. And no, 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 no. White yeah. people, white, white Bro, rockers have that this. too. No, so how much white rockers have died of OD? I don't think drugs is the main thing right now. I think really the first thing we should address is the violence, the black on black violence. Bro, Literally violence just address all comes that. From drugs, nah, nah, nah. It, it does. doesn't, bro. I'm, I'm not hearing you with that, bro. Because this is what I'm saying to you, bro. Listen, I understand that it's not cool. That I'm saying, oh, a 24-year-old guy like John Morant should da-da-da-da-da. But listen, bro, a lot of niggas, when they get to 30, start realizing that, yo, we've been, we've been sold a lie. We've been sold a lie all through our 20s, and we were perpetuating it. And that's why you see a lot of guys in their 30s and 40s start saying, yo, bro, fix up, stop doing that. And they try to talk to the young guys who are in a position like John Morant or a young thug or NBA young boy. And you try to – because, bro, when you're 30 – the young kids aren't going to listen to you when you say that shit's not cool no more. Yeah. They're saying this thing is old and washed up. That's why he's saying that. It's like, no, bro. I so went through it all. Through it. Yeah, I went through it all. But now you don't want to hear me because I'm not still going through it. So it's like a young guy like John Morant could easily be like, yeah, that, that shit's not cool, bro. But None of that shit is cool. But he thinks it's cool and he's saying it's not cool. I know. Fake. That's why it's he like, needs to wake up and realize it's not cool. That's also why I'm saying you don't have to, like, you. I feel like hammering it on one person and one person's responsibility only is so wrong. Bro, when I, it's like I, it's a cultural thing. Do you thing. think that I'm only saying this to John Morant? Or I'm am saying, I saying this to the whole black community? But I'm saying people like, like, for example, like, AOC, Dr. Umar Johnson, like all these like quote unquote political figures like uh, Ilan Omar, like all these people should be not saying this is what's wrong with white America. They should be like, this is what black people can do for our community. The only people screaming that shit that is black are black conservatives. And everyone's like, oh, you're a coon. Like Candace Owens, she's racist against her own people. Shit like that. And it's like, bro, those are the people that are literally saying, like, we have to get rid of this quote unquote black culture because that shit's hurting us and us only and profiting white people. And it's yeah. like, it's, it's a, per, 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 Listen, a perpetual black, black, thing. Black culture is beautiful, but gang culture and black, black culture being so synonymous mm -hmm. to the point where people often mistake the two of them, yeah, is it's unhealthy okay, for so us. Let me it's ask unhealthy you this, for then. us. This is a good question. What do you, if I was to ask Jimmy Prime, what is black culture? What would you answer? Definitely, um, like having fun and laughing and shit. Like we have the best stand-up comedians, we have the best musicians and shit, right? It's just when you look at the stand-up comedians, what they do, and then look, go look at the musicians, what they do. And then one thing is that you can't really like. It's hard to control the stand-up comedians. So yeah, you have like a Kevin Hart where they're able to puppeteer him and shit, right? Mm -hmm. But you're still gonna have the Dave Chappelle's and stuff like that. And either way, what they're doing isn't too too different. But when it comes to the music, bro, music has always been like larger than life. Even look at like a Elton John, a Liberace. What these guys do is not Jimi regular Hendrix. stuff. Yeah, like Jimi Hendrix. They're rock stars. It's a different world, right? <clears throat> so when it comes to black people being rock stars now, we're constantly getting funneled for the last 30, 40, 50 years by big money in these record labels to make gangster violent music. And sometimes it is appealing, of course, just like how violent movies are appealing. Mm -hmm. But bro, if every movie that was coming out was a Tar Quentin Tarantino movie, people would start to complain. But the only reason why they're pushing that out is because it's successful, so it's kind of Yeah, I know, I know, right? I know. So it's like, so again, like, let me ask, like, try to break it down. There still into, is like, J. Cole, there still is Kendrick Lamar, there still is other things out there. I'm yeah. just saying like, for the most part, Even the culture Drake. that Drake you see- Drake isn't that, on that shit. Like, yeah, not always, not always. No, no, I agree with you. He he's like not, he's not, he's not shit, like, like pushing that. Like he, he, he flirts with it, but yeah, he's not he pushing it, it. Yeah, which is fine. But I, I feel like that is a, is a healthy medium. Even like, bro, that is fine. If niggas are gonna hint at shit, okay, cool. It's when it's when people start talking about this stuff where it's like it's just about gang culture and it's just about killing people and stuff. And it's just like, bro, like that is unhealthy. It's wrong. And like people can laugh and say whatever. Oh, like you're only saying that because whatever, whatever happens to you. It's just like, bro. Every black person who's been through anything will tell you that shit is not cool. Mm -hmm. So let's just say me, for example, right? Let's say I'm some big deal and I'm going to be the biggest artist in the world, right? And I walk around like, oh, it's okay. No one could touch me because even if they do touch me, a hundred niggas of theirs is going to die, right? And then I get killed and a hundred niggas of theirs die, right? What does that do for us? Retaliation. Then 200 of your niggas are going to die. 
regardless, I'm just saying, non, what does that do for anybody? Violent. Isn't it better that I just stay stay alive in the first place and yeah. worry about what will happen to people if, if I die? Like that's what I'm saying, bro. We're living in this situation where now niggas are are all bragging about if you touch me, uh, this is gonna happen. And it's just like, bro, why do we have to hurt each other in the first place? Why do we have to be so against each other? It's because we've been pitted against each other, and we don't fight our real enemies. We just continue to fight ourselves. I, I bro, I 100% agree with everything you're saying. But like, my main question was, if you were to describe what is black culture, you never really got to it. Like, you know, what oh, I, mean? I was just you saying, kind of like, went on a rant. But I'm saying, it's, like, it's, it's, what it's, is black? Like, within like two sentences, like, one I think, paragraph. I think, like, we we actually bring a lot of the joy to life. Like, like a lot of even like what other people enjoy and stuff. Black people are the entertainment. We're very entertaining. We're very artistic. We're very creative. We're very smart and and uh, ingenious. Uh, mm -hmm. Like the black ingenuity that that like go look at all the the black inventions. Go look at all the, the list of black inventions. Hundred percent. No, the, we, we changed built the world. everything. We exactly. Built, but but like for example, like when um. Like I, I'm a big, I'm a big listener of Candace Owens in her podcast, and she always talks about like I don't associate myself with black culture because everything in black culture, and she means everything, is negative. So when I say like, so if I was to be asked like, if you were to ask somebody on the street actually, be like, what would you consider black culture? They'll be like hip hop. Like they'll be mm. like, uh, like, like all these like random yeah, like I, sports like basketball I'll speak to that like, too. things like so yeah, so yeah. like a lot of things that push negative connotations like basketball who was, not as much but I hear what no you're no I but like yeah saying. so it's like even like um like if you say like who are black like like prominent black per, uh, figures in like in society today you're gonna be naming a lot of hip hop artists and yeah, stuff like yeah, that yeah. people that necess don't necessarily have like good track records in like society or, or like in like their influence first, and shit like yeah. That. yeah so yeah. like you could say like if it was a uh, like for example like cardi b's an extremely uh influential black woman now because she's good what she's doing now but like she also in her past committed to like fucking drugging and robbing niggas like you know what i mean like that's yeah. not that shouldn't be somebody that people so look I'll, up to so it's that's like very... that's what i'm trying to say so when i when i ask you like what do you consider black culture there's not really a good answer you can give because it is so like what you were saying before so synonymous with all the negativity of black like of blackness there is a lot like, there but think about what i just said we bring a lot of the joy no, we a lot bring of the fun so much party, good i'm not right? i'm not denying that but saying, to, to, so to touch on what she said it's very true because bro look at what black people do we sell our trauma and then I feel like sometimes that's why I feel like what is the motivation of the system to keep us going through all this trauma, right? It's because we continue to sell it to them. Yeah, but and, then, and then they repackage it and sell it for more. But the fact that we're selling, like selling our trauma, means you kind of want to stay in it because that's what we're exporting. That's our export. Okay, like, some people, some, so some people will subconsciously put themselves through trauma, and some people consciously put themselves through it. And some, bro, I've I've heard in recent years even like rappers say like, oh, once I realized I wanted to be a rapper, that's when I started going out and doing badness. Because I feel like to be a rapper, I had to do the badness. Yeah. And it's like, that is mind-blowing, bro. That's crazy. So that's crazy. what people are saying about John Moran now. It's like, he was like literally grew up in a good neighborhood. But his yeah. parents put him through yeah. everything in yeah. the right way. And then now that he's made it, he just wants to move like the way he's moving. And like yeah. again, that's what I'm saying. You can't knock the individual because maybe he never had that. And now he's having fun doing it. But it's like the fact that that's the, 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 the street path of quote-unquote black culture bro, I, is the problem not the fact that john moran i agree doing it. and he's just falling for the trap yeah, i'm not saying i'm not saying that john moran i'm not saying that john moran's a loser i'm not saying i hate john moran i'm just saying john moran is now once again the next male victim of falling for the same trap that when you get some money you want to prove to everybody how gangster you are first of all what's more gangster than making it to the nba nothing how many of you guys have ever made it to the nba real niggas make that shit i think like i think there's been like three or four or maybe five thousand players in the nba ever ever Ever. Right now, there's 5 billion people on the planet. Bro, what are we talking about? To make it to the NBA is one of the most hard body things you could do of all time. So you don't need to prove yourself to nobody beyond that. Once you're in the NBA, bro, like, come on. What are you proving to anybody? And then plus, I'm sure you have friends who are gangsters. 
I'm sure of it. So stop trying to prove it. Like, everybody gets it, bro. Like, we all get it. Like, and I, it just makes me also feel bad, too, for the guys. Like, I don't want to name a bunch of names, but, like, you know there's guys in the league that are super gangster, and they're not the top-level guys in the NBA. Yeah. They're good. They're all-star level guys. But, like, they're there trying to trying to make a name for themselves, and John Morant's grabbing all the headlines with all this foolishness that they're trying so hard to avoid. Oh, no, but there's, there's mad people like exactly like that, but not even trying to, like, live that. Like, for example, DeMar DeRozan. He literally grew up in Compton. All his friends yeah. are, like, he was, yeah. like, best friends with, like, Nipsey Hussle and shit. Like, he I know for a fact, all the same people. I know for he, a fact it's annoying for him, bro. I it's guarantee like, it. It's bro, like, like, at the end of the day, there's no such thing as, as bad publicity because John Morant's going to put all this behind him, and he's going to be a huge NBA star, and all these, these headlines helped him get really big. And it's just like a guy like DeMar DeRozan has been clean cut and avoided all that shit. Where's his reward for that? Yeah. It's just like, fuck, man. Like, no, nah, like, but that, like that, that type of stuff is just like, and shout out to DeMar DeRozan, bro. A great Raptor legend and stuff. And a guy who, like you said, he came from that and he always carried himself properly. Exactly. I, met, I met him in person and everything. And he always just carried himself like a stand-up guy, bro. And it's just like, I feel like, Bro, we need to stop with this it's whole, It's not even like, just basketball. Like, fucking Marshawn Lynch, same thing. Deshaun yeah. Jackson, same thing. Yeah. Like, when niggas make it out the hood, I feel like they have a different attitude towards the hood. But then it's like those niggas that were, or these black guys that were just, like, raised properly the way that you should be, like, it's like in a like a nice suburb home with two parents, like, having a nice, steady, safe, health, like, lift, lifestyle. Yeah. Once they have this money, they would be like, I want to experience this. Like, you know what I mean? You, I want, you, you become like, a factual. The grass is the grass is greener on the other side kind of thing, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's like he's now he's in that situation. But it's like you'll never see like those those niggas that grew out the hood that like had the older heads protecting to make sure that no one fucks with them because they know he's gonna make it. Those people aren't running back to the streets. Yeah, yeah. Those people understand they'll give back, like they'll try to help the community, but they're not like they're moving out, like they're moving out of the like, out of the hood. They're moving their parents out the hood, mm -hmm. and they're just trying to disassociate themselves into an extent, but still like giving back to like build a community center, yeah. shit like that. Like they'll help from the outside. And like I, yeah. me, I've been well rounded. Like sometimes I grew up in the suburbs, sometimes I grew up in the hood, and I remember I was like. 12 or 13 and I moved in with my pops and he was living right in the hood and like I remember at this time I was just playing basketball every day so I would just go straight to the basketball court every day and I made friends with all the niggas in the hood right and of course I had that same thing I had never seen this shit I was kind of infatuated with it so I try to go around and do this and do that just to be cool with niggas just to see what it was like and shit and the more and more I went around and the more niggas started seeing that I was good at basketball and that like I was just a smart kid with a good head on my shoulders niggas were telling me like yo bro like this isn't go for you for yeah, yeah go do something like, like even they're, even they're like gonna, they're gonna indoctrinate the like the the one the ones that don't have a future they don't their future looking like shit anyway so it's like yo yeah. why can't I make you go work for me because you ain't you doing shit anyways and even then they're still like bro they're even those kids like they're telling those kids to sell work because those kids don't have nothing at home and they yeah. actually need the money and that kid's only thirteen and whatever charges he has going to get dropped when he's 19 and he could he's still they're like they're still teaching those kids how to be men bro that's you know shout out to a lot of guys in my neighborhood growing up because like where i'm from niggas weren't goofy like niggas were actually really like serious and did a lot for the community Steady. i remember there was block parties even where niggas were giving away cars and raffles and shit and i was like it wasn't no fancy car or nothing like that but i was still shocked i was like i don't know how these niggas are putting this together mm -hmm. but like they taught us all bro and they used to work at the rec center with us and they would like referee us while we were playing ball and stuff and like they taught us all different things and taught us how to all move differently but they taught each of us how to move properly for who we were and shit and yeah. i remember that bro all the kids who were good at basketball the niggas would tell them like bro don't don't be trying to be like us bro don't be trying to be like no, 100 and that's like this goes back to what i was saying earlier what i always believe it it's like community is everything right so it's like you have to be able to recognize the people in your community and understand how they're going to be living and it's like you want to prop up everybody as much as you can but then when you have low economic standards for like this one set community Everybody, go like everyone's accomplishments aren't going to be able to get met. That's just the reality of it. Yeah. So it's like now you have to be able to recognize it from a young age. Like by the time like you're like, I would say like by the time you're 16, you in the hood, 
your life's kind of set for you. Like, you know what I mean? You're either going to be going down the right I path or disagree. you're going... I, no, but I, I, I do see what you're saying. But like, that's like, when you, you start, like, like, but 15, I know, 16 I know, I know a lot of dudes, crime, though, like, where you think, like, you think it's going one way and it goes completely the other way. Oh, and, no, and it yeah. goes both ways. Because even, like... There's outliers and bro, shit. Bro, I remember growing up in the hood, there'd be certain dudes, like, who you don't take seriously. Like, you know this kid's not like that. He's not on it, whatever, whatever. But, bro, you end up sucking the hood your whole life. By the time you're 30 years old, you start looking around like, what the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. And, like, he'll start being a nigga who no, sells work and like, all yo, this stuff. Like, why, would I go, know, right? why would I go work at Law Blast for fucking $12 an hour when yeah. my friends are literally selling coke, making fucking twice as much as me in, like, half, oh, half the time? Like, or a guy in my neighborhood just got arrested who was making a million a year. Yeah. I could go and fill that hole right there. Like, yeah. You know, so, it's, I don't know. Shit. I feel like I, I've always, like, this is a whole different so- subject that we don't have time to get into. But I hate public housing in the sense that, like, you literally put a bunch of poor people together and say, like, Make you it got, out. Yeah, make it out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like I understand the concept of like people need help, but it sh- they should never put them. Like, I don't think you should congregate them ever. Yeah. And that, 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 that literally just creates hoods. That creates like yeah. poor people that have to use their name, na- like use their neighbors to make a life. And it's like, yeah. if your neighbor's not motivated and your other, like, if everybody in your community is just their whole goal right now is just to survive. It's like you're never gonna prosper in that shit. Yeah. Or to prosper in that shit's gonna be so that, much harder than if you're in a fucking nice neighborhood where like you have block parties and like your neighbors all are successful. They have this friend that does that job. So like if you graduate, I can get your son a job. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, but there's a little bit of both of that in the hood though. Cause like in the hood, you'd be surprised like how uh energetic and positive some no, people are living. No, of course right? there's, but there's like there's 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 a lot more negativity that always yeah, yeah, yeah. positivity. There is, there is. When you have a lot of like there low is. economic standards there is. Like, but right? and, and uh, bro a lot of this is what I want to touch on in my book cuz it's just like the the life and that like people live in those communities and stuff mm-hmm. is crazy and it's like I feel like a lot of people outside of it are so infatuated with yeah. one and like just so curious like why would people live like this and what drives them to the, making these bad decisions and sometimes it's just good to show people like like what life is like there and no, stuff and to, to see the like, ins and outs of it right to like, see what the community is like and to see why it's so appealing to people as kids to do certain stupid shit yeah. right because you're trying to fit in with your friends and shit right mm-hmm. like you always see like every single hood i don't care where you're from there's one like grandma or auntie or something that is always in the summer will like have freezies for all the kids everybody knows exactly what door to knock on they'll be able to get a freezer or a water bottle or whatever and those are the people that are extremely positive but then the other 10 houses on that same block you just have people just trying to survive, yeah. and then that's like what don't brings don't it down. don't be too loud around that house. You're gonna call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we actually had a fan question this week because we're gonna have to start wrapping up, and I just want to ask you this one. I really liked it. So it was from uh, it was from David on Instagram, and he said, "If if money isn't an issue, but within reason, how would you set up your doomsday bunker?" So let's say like a nuke, like World War Three starts, America gets nuked. You have about like a month, or you have like a month prior to set it up. What are you doing? Like, where are you moving? Where are you going? Obviously, like the foods and non pairs. Oh, where am I going? Yeah, it's like you can't have a bunker in Toronto. Like, I would try to go somewhere close to the ocean. Ocean? Try, yeah, try to get close to the ocean. Can't uh, drink that water, though. No, no, you want to be close there so that there's a way out mm. and just in case, you know? But um, I'd say somewhere close to the ocean, you make an underground bunker, you get like the. The regular supplies like the canned foods and yada yada. You said money's right? not an issue within reason, so yeah, you get all the canned foods you can and all the powdered milk and all that type of shit. A lot, a lot, a lot of water. Probably try to build a well. Um, a lot of entertainment like magazines and DVDs and shit like that. Uh, like old memorabilia. So like, you know, you need a little bit of culture because if you're supposed to be in that bunker all the time, you go crazy with just looking at the four walls. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably like a PS1 or like a like a PS2. How big is it? How many people are you trying to fit in your bunker? 
my family. Just my just family. If, if my friends need to come stay, they could come stay too. But everybody should have their own bunker. I thought money was an issue. <laughs> <laughs> so the way I like the way I saw that question is like I would go. Obviously not like a city, but like I'll go build a big ass bunker, fit like at least forty people comfortably. Damn. Do you, it beside like you go, gonna repopulate the earth. <laughs> go go like north, like North Ontario, maybe like Manitoba shit, beside a big ass lake, and try to get like some filtration, uh, like filtration pump to go through that lake. So if it is toxic, you can pump that shit, clean it out, and have it running. So you know stuff like that where like it was gonna be reusable water that okay. you can keep using. And then, like, yeah, like, I'll build outside of it, like, any, not close to any major city, because you know that's the shit that's getting hit first. Yeah. And, yeah, I would want to be able to have, like, uh, like ways to be t- able to test the water and shit to be like, okay, is the toxicity level down? Because, like, you need to have a, if you have a bunker, you need to be able to find out when you can leave, right? Yeah. Because you know what he wants to live. Like, you don't even want the, like, maybe you do live there your whole life, but you don't want the perspective of, I'm going to live there for the rest of my life. You want there to always be hope that you can get out, right? Yeah. So you have to be able to find ways to Man. test that shit. Knock on wood, bro. I never want to have to live in no like, bro, world dungy around ass the corner, bunker because of the apocalypse type <laughs> shit. Well, uh, oh, they, wait, 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 before we get into oh. that, the outro, I just want to say, man, in general, I know I was getting worked up about the whole black culture and this, that, and the third, man. I don't want niggas to feel like I, I hate niggas and shit, bro. I love niggas. I love black culture. I really do. I just feel like, bro, we need to be on some uplifting each other because we can't keep coming last place or everything. Look at how fast the black dollar leaves the black community and go look at how how long it takes for the Jewish dollar to leave the Jewish community. These are things that need to be addressed, bro, and only we can fix these problems. No one else is going to come fix our problems for us. So we got to fix our problems, and we got to start making shit different, bro. And we got to stop letting ourselves get into jail so all our leaders are all in jail or dead, and we don't have no one to lead people and shit, bro. Like, come on, man. Tighten up so the next generation could do better and stuff. Like, you know, like, think about how much opportunities we missed out on. You'd be seeing people from these other communities like, man, it's so easy for them. It's so easy for them. All right, so let's make it easy for our kids, bro. Like, mm-hmm. let's stop making it hard on ourselves, you know? And that's just all I want to say on that. It was, and it's no no disrespect to Ja. I love Ja, man. I love Ja. I want to see him do what's best for him. I want to see him end up being on top, be a young king, bro, the way he's supposed to be. That's all I'm saying, bro. Stop trying to be a soldier when you're a king, you know? But it is what it is, man. Shout out to all the people out there. Well said. And uh, I guess we'll end it there. It has been another episode of Northern Ruckus. And uh, yeah, later. Peace. Peace, man. Perfect. That was a good episode. Yeah. I just hate when I get-